You are listening to the Health and Wellness Connection Podcast, the number one wellness podcast designed to provide the latest information to help you achieve your health and wellness goals. Our show features exciting guests, the latest in medical research, and in-depth discussions in current trends on weight loss, nutrition, and fitness. No matter what your interest, the Health and Wellness Podcast has you covered. And now, presenting your illustrious host, Dr. Barry, M.D. Hello, 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 and thank you for listening to the Health and Wellness Collection Podcast. I want to thank you for being a faithful listener and checking us out every week on Afro Vibes Radio. But hey, if you somehow don't get a chance to check us out Thursdays, 4 p.m. Central Standard Time on Afro Vibes Radio, please don't hesitate to check out our podcast page. That's anchor.fm backslash HW Connection. That's H-W-C-O-N-N-E-C-T-I-O-N. Again, check us out on our anchor.fm podcast page. Check out all the shows uploaded there immediately after the show airs on Afrovibes Radio. Also, if you want to listen to the show live on Afrovibes Radio, please download the app, afrovibesradio.com. You can download it from the, the website or go to your local or favorite, sorry, mobile OS app, be it Android or iPhone. Download the app on your phone today. You can stream the show as well as the awesome Afrobeat music collection live on your phone for free. Again, no money down, all free, all awesomeness. Do it today. Again, um, if you want to reach out to me personally, you can always get at me on Instagram. Um, my uh, name, Dr. Barry MD, D R B A R R Y M D. Also, you can email me at Dr. Barry Health at gmail.com that's dr barry d-r-b-a-r-r-y h-e-a-l-t-h at gmail.com and last but not least facebook is also where we're at posting all the shows as well as other exciting articles check us out at www.facebook.com backslash next level weight loss again please uh, don't hesitate to reach out to us we love hearing from listeners any feedback any even sponsorship opportunities because we are um very highly listened podcast always looking for sponsors check us out if you're interested in sponsoring the show and also you can do it on that anchor fm page you can donate become a super sponsor we're gonna get a lot of cool freebies for those people who do sign up so check us out again it's dr barry here thank you for listening stay tuned for the show Hello, 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 and welcome to the Health and Wellness Connection podcast slash radio show. I'm your host, Dr. Barry, and I want to thank you for joining us for another episode of what I hope will be a very informative and hopefully entertaining show designed to kind of bring you some of the most current information that'll hopefully help improve your overall health and wellness. Um, Now, today's show is going to be all about the current coronavirus pandemic. Now, we're going to really talk a lot about, you know, ways that we can kind of keep ourselves healthy and kind of, you know, improve our immune system uh, strength so that we can hopefully reduce our um, symptoms as or, you know, ideally want to prevent getting the infection. But if you get the infection, you want to make sure your immune system is as strong as possible so they can properly fight the infection. Now, there are things you need to do to make sure that 
you know, your body's, you know, in the proper shape so that, you know, it can handle an infection. We're going to go into some things you can do to help, you know, um, you know, ensure that happens. So now before we go into that, let's talk a little bit briefly about some of the current numbers. Uh, you know, this is the first week in April, uh, April 1st, you know, traditionally it's known as April Fool's Day in the Americas, but you know, most people aren't in a jovial mood given that um, we have a worldwide pandemic currently going on. So understandably so, um, it's a more muted April Fool's, but uh, this uh, coronavirus caused by the COVID-19 um, virus is definitely not a joke. Um, and let's talk a little about some of the current numbers. So worldwide, um, there's about 900,000 people who are believed to be currently infected. Um, a little bit more than that, sorry. Um, out of 900,000, that's this is people who have been tested. So not necessarily everyone who has the illness, but those who have been tested and discovered to have been positive by 900,000. Deaths came out to about 46,000. This is worldwide. So pretty significant uh, uh, death toll. But that being said, um, we're starting to see some ebb and flows and some improvements in some of the new infections and so forth. Um, United States, which is where uh, we currently reside, um, is definitely um, at the top of the list as far as new cases. Um, currently, 200,000 people currently believe they're infected. Um, about 4,700 deaths, so um, pretty significant uh, death toll. Um, uh, but, you know, hospitals are starting to gear up now. Um, there's been a huge concern for lack of protective equipment for medical staff. So it's been, um, you know, uh, really um, impressed upon the leadership to get that in into hospitals around the nation and that's being done so um you know united states is definitely gearing up for this whole uh process and hopefully um with the measures being put in including you know the, the uh, stay and sit orders being pretty much commanded throughout the country it's believe about 200 million people are currently under uh, a stay and sit order meaning that they must stay in their home for 24 7 this is actually true globally as well uh, many countries throughout europe as well as africa and Asia also experiencing such orders. So it's interesting to see how these different things work. There's a few countries like Belarus, for instance, which is actually completely not doing any sort of um, interventions and they're like letting people carry on as usual. So um, there's some other countries as well, including um, Sweden, which is having a modified kind of isolation. They're not really restricting people, but they're testing and trying to monitor people, especially the old, keeping them particularly isolated. So there's different countries are doing different methods, but for the vast majority of people across the globe, um, stay and sit orders are being uh, recommended, some places being enforced to ensure that people's um, interactions are reduced. It's believed that this is going to help reduce some of the new infections that we're seeing. And we're seeing some of this actually come to fruition. Uh, countries like Italy, which has went under almost three weeks now of lockdown, they're starting to see a decrease in their number of new infections. Um, this is also being seen in Spain as well. And also in certain parts of the United States, like New York and Seattle, are also seeing slight decreases in their new rates of infections. But there are still quite a number of people who are suffering and therefore hospitals are also gearing up to ensure that they're able to take care of those who are getting, you know, in the critically ill aspect of the illness. So, um, so definitely, you know, the COVID is still here and still causing a lot of havoc. And, uh, you know, we're making sure that uh, we're doing everything we can to Know, fight this infection and uh, you know, try to keep the country safe. Now, another thing I want to update you on is that there are some new good um, um, information regarding some of the new treatment options that are being purported to use to help reduce the 
the infection once it does occur. Uh, it's believed that hydrochloroquine and azithromycin, something that's been in the news quite a bit since Donald Trump mentioned it in a recent press conference, um, there has been some uh, increasing uh, evidence showing that it has a very effective, uh, it has, it's pretty effective, excuse me, in reducing uh, the viral load that we see in patients who are infected, as well as uh, reducing the deterioration we're seeing um, from a simple upper respiratory infection to the severe double pneumonia, lower respiratory infection that's typically causing people to become critically ill. So um, there is some hope there, and uh, numbers are looking improved as far as that treatment pattern. There's also some other antivirals we talked about before that are also being used as well. So there's a lot of uh, you know promising um, evidence as far as some of the treatments that are showing, you know, a lot of patients are improving on them and it's hopefully going to, you know, help reduce that death rate and reduce the number of people succumbing to this illness. So, um, so yeah, so overall, you know, there's been a huge change as far as our movements, um, as far as our ability to interact and do our regular jobs and so forth. And it's having a pretty significant effect on the mental health of many um, citizens throughout the, the country. Uh, it's believed that, um, there's increased numbers of domestic violence being um, perpetrated on, you know, spouses due to the increased uh, contact spouses are now forced to have as a result of the quarantine. As an emergency physician, I can actually personally attest that I was, um, you know, I've seen a couple more patients uh, lately that have been, you know, come in after being victimized by a spouse. And it's, uh, you know, a very interesting combination as well. It's not your traditional, you know, male and a wife beater, you know, that you would remember from the old school cop shows. Um, now in this uh, new America where marriage is not the traditional sense that we used to see, you know, that you would re recall from the 70s and 80s. You know, I have a lot of uh, lesbian partnerships, a lot of, you know, um, gay uh, male partnerships. Um, you're seeing different type of uh, situations and um, it's not just exclusive to men now, but definitely um, domestic violence is something that needs to be, you know, monitored closely because with this um, domestic, uh, this, sorry, the stay, at home, stay and sit, order being um, ordered across the globe, it's going to be something that you're going to have to um, look out for. And that's something that studies have shown in both China and France recently that there actually has been a noted increase in domestic violence. There's also been an increase in divorces in China, especially in the Wuhan province region. It's believed there was a there was a spike in the number of new divorce applications after the quarantine ended. So definitely, you know, in conflict within the home may be accentuated. So just be on the lookout for that and try to diffuse any of those conflicts that you may perceive. And also ask for help, you know, if you, if you do get to that um, situation where it becomes violent. All right. So um, <clears throat> so now let's talk a little bit more about uh, the subject of the podcast uh, slash the show. And that's boosting your immune system. Um, I recently got into a debate with some other clinicians and they were stating that, you know, it's impossible to boost your immune system. People need to stop saying that. It's not accurate. And uh, I beg to differ. Um, your immune system is an integral part of the human body. And it works. Um, it's a very complex system that's, you know, that works with multiple organs and multiple hormone um, triggers. And it has such a, a, a pervasive effect on the body. It's something that, you know, we can potentially improve if we, you know, do things that are healthy and beneficial to the health of, of, the, of the body as well. So um, we're going to talk about things, things you can do as far as helping boost your strength, your immune system strength that will help you, will help your immune system be at its tip top shape so that it can 
you know, do what it needs to do to fight the virus if you were to be infected. And this is especially important because one thing that we've noted in those patients who tend to have increased complications as a result of the coronavirus infection is that those with weakened immune systems tend to be more susceptible um, to the infection itself, as well as serious complications, meaning double pneumonias, um, things like um, severe hypoxia, which is extremely low oxygen, um, which can cause you know organ damage, including heart issues and all sorts of other issues. So you want to make sure you, um, <clears throat> and of course, these things are only designed to help fight the virus, but because there's no actual cure itself for the virus, you know, uh, you know, it's still critical that, you know, we do these things in conjunction with taking whatever medications that are eventually prescribed to help treat, treat the virus. Because ultimately, we, we, we're going to need to have a, a medication that will help us eradicate the virus itself as opposed to treating the symptoms. But that being said, as we wait for the uh, vaccine and other, you know, effective uh, antidotes to be created, things you can do to help boost your immune system. Okay, first thing, the first thing is first, getting adequate sleep. I mean, that sleep is really one of the most important things, especially um, the good thing about the quarantine is that there's not a whole lot you can do. So, you know, unless you're going to be literally uh, on your cell phone 24 hours a day, but even most people get tired of, you know, using their phone or computer after a few hours. So it's very important that during this whole coronavirus um, quarantine period, you're getting adequate sleep and sleep, good, adequate sleep for a human being is between six and eight hours over a 24 hour period. Um, it's technically even not critical that you must sleep at night. If you're someone who likes to be up at night and get your rest in the day, you know, that's fine. But as long as you're doing it on a regular basis and you're getting it every day, at least with a 24-hour period, you're getting that rest. Uh, it's so critical because sleep is one of the few things that has been shown um, through multiple scientific studies to help improve your immune system strength. Uh, it's actually the time that your body rests and repairs itself. It's also the time when your body creates those proteins that help actually go and fight the infection, creating those inflammatory uh, responses that your body can use to detect where abnormalities are. So if your body's not resting, it really doesn't have the, 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 the time to really sit there and really develop the appropriate proteins to fight and destroy bugs in your system that tend to invade. So sleep can't be stressed uh, more can't really be stressed enough and it's also partly the reason why you tend to be increasingly fatigued when you are sick because your body's working so hard to fight the infection the energy is actually going to take away from other parts of your body uh, and it's going to make you you know feel fatigued so you know it's so important you sleep well because that makes your immune system you know really ready for anything if you will and it's so critical that you strengthen your immune system as much as possible to allow it to fight whatever infection you get effectively now, if you're someone who doesn't sleep well and you tend to, you know, have trouble going to sleep, that you need to take medication or whatnot, um, consider doing that. But you want to try to figure out what other issues are causing you to not sleep and really address those because you ultimately don't want to be dependent solely on medication to have a regular sleep cycle. Um, things that you can do if you're, you know, not getting enough sleep, consider trying some natural supplements like melatonin. Or you can try um, chamomile tea, um, lavender-based um, supplements are also a very effective, uh, be it oils or um, some of the different, um, uh, I guess you say the essence, the, 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 um, the different scents. Um, one thing that works very well is if you put two drops of lavender 
on a uh, paper towel, put it under your pillow. Just the essence of the lavender can be very uh, sedating. So, um, you know, some people also have a lot of success with uh, CBD, which is a a uh, cannabis-based uh, medication. Uh, CBD is actually available na- nationwide and can be effective in helping, um, you know, induce fatigue and, 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 and sleep. That's something that you're also having trouble with as well. So um, sleep's importance really can't be stressed um, enough. It's so critical that you're sleeping well, getting those uh, six to eight hours at least to ensure that your immune system is as strong as possible to be able to fight infection. All right, guys, so uh, we're going to take a quick break here. We're going to come on the flip side of the show and talk more about things you can do to help, you know, improve your immune system strength so that you can be, um, you know, at your best and be able to find this infection as effectively as possible. Again, I'm the host, uh, Dr. Barry. Uh, I want to thank you for joining us today. Sit sit tight. We have uh, more show after the break. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Health and Wellness Connection podcast, guys. Uh, We're here again uh, talking more about the dreaded coronavirus and, you know, some of the new information regarding the coronavirus, as well as things we can do to help improve our overall health and wellness to really kind of prepare ourselves to be able to fight uh, this infection, as well as, you know, reduce our risk for getting the infection. So, um, you know, we've talked a lot about, you know, things you could do, you know, in previous shows about, you know, reducing, you know, your interaction with others, social distancing, keeping yourself indoors. Um, you know, really reducing your, your interaction with others to help reduce transmission so that we can get a control of this virus. But, you know, it's very important that, you know, our immune systems are maximized as far as their ability to fight, you know, whatever infection we may come across, be it the flu, be it uh, the walking pneumonia, be it, you know, you know, any sort of, you know, upper respiratory infection, including the coronavirus. So, you know, I want to give you all some more tips as far as things you can do to help kind of improve your overall immune system strength. Now, we talked about sleep and how it's important and and how critical it is and, you know, why it's something that you must do regularly to ensure your immune system is at its tip top shape. But the next thing I want to talk about is food, Um, because food is just really so important and which really deserves its own show, which we'll probably be doing in the future. But I want to touch briefly about some of the things that you can do as far as your nutrition to help improve your overall immune strength. Now, one thing that's important that we all know regarding, um, or maybe not everyone may know, so just we'll just say it again. Um, you know, one of the important um, minerals, vitamins specifically, that um, your immune system is extremely dependent on is vitamin C. Uh, vitamin C is extremely important because it's actually believed to help uh, or be involved in the production of white blood cells, uh, which are the key blood cells that your body uses to fight off infection. So vitamin C is shown to improve your white blood cell production, which helps your body fight germs like viruses and other bugs. Now, the key with vitamin C is that vitamin C is also believed to be helpful in treating specifically coronavirus infections. Certain trials have been performed in China where they actually use vitamin C infusions uh, in conjunction with other antivirals, and they were did see some improvement in patients' outcomes, um, as well as reduction of viral load to the coronavirus. So, you know, vitamin C has already been known as a very potent immune booster, but now, you know, there's actually some specific improvement with coronavirus specifically. So it just can't be stressed, you know, vitamin C is very important. And it's a lovely uh, vitamin because um, your body, you know, is unable to really overdose on it, if you will. Um, Your body uh, can excrete what it doesn't use and you know, you know, um, so you need to take it in daily for it to be continuously effective. Um, things that are 
high in vitamin C, of course, are your citrus fruits. So you got to make sure your diet has a lot of citrus fruits in it. You know, grapefruit is good. Oranges are good. Tangerines are good. Lemons, limes and so forth. All those citrus based fruits are also very effective. Now, there's a lot of different fruits that have it too. Be be I mean, bell peppers are high in vitamin C. Broccoli is high in vitamin C. Um, a lot of other um, like spinach as well. A lot of other foods that are effective or high in vitamin C. So you want to make sure you're eating a lot of foods that are rich in vitamin C because vitamin C is something that your body needs. I, you know, because I'm a healthcare worker, I actually take a supplement as well. So I'll take an extra vitamin C you know, packet to help improve my vitamin C levels to help, you know, give my immune cells, you know, a fighting chance. Um, other minerals that are also very important that you want to get in your diet is zinc. And zinc, actually, uh, zinc is um, very important as well. It's something you should be getting in your diet because zinc is extremely important in uh, your immune system. Uh, plenty of your uh, immune system cells, specifically your neutrophils, which attack uh, different germs, especially bacteria. And the other T cells are also um, require zinc to help them function properly. So if you're zinc deficient, it, it's been definitely um, shown to um, decrease your immune system strength. So you want to make sure you're getting enough zinc in your diet. And that's someone for a, an adult size will be about 45 milligrams per day. Now, the thing about zinc is that zinc is something that, you know, if you're eating a well balanced diet, you probably are getting it, you know, enough in your overall, um, you know, you're probably getting enough um, requirements of zinc in your diet to the point where you may not need to be on supplements. Um, meats um, are all excellent sources of zinc. Shellfish, um, you know, legumes as well are good, like chickpeas, lentils, and beans. If you're someone who's a vegetarian, doesn't like meat, you should definitely be eating a lot of chickpeas, lentils, and beans to get the zinc. And those foods are excellent as well with their high protein and fiber content. A lot of benefits to eating those foods in general, but especially if you're a, a vegetarian. Um, you know, and of course, seeds and nuts and eggs are all high in zinc as well. So uh, zinc is something that you should be getting if you're eating a well-balanced diet um, with uh, high amounts of legumes as well as meats and so forth um but zinc is something that you definitely want to make sure your levels are up because if not you know your immune system will be negatively affected so uh you know your diet is really so important fruits and vegetables are also critical as well for all the vitamins we mentioned earlier but just for and then the general you know swath of vitamins you know a through e and all the other minerals that are high in these you know different foods are all going to help your body um, be able to function at its maximum level now, another thing you also want to do is make sure you are hydrating uh, regularly because uh, if your body is dehydrated, you are definitely going to have a weakened immune system. Um, so you want to make sure you're drinking enough fluid because, you know, water is how your body functions. It's how all your minerals and all your different uh, biochemicals and hormones move uh, as far as the medium they use to get from one place to the other. And uh, your, your hydration level, you know, if it's too low, it negatively affects the way your body can function. So you want to make sure you are drinking enough water. Um, I recommend for my uh, for female listeners um, or who are those who are a little bit um, you know under 150 kg um, or sorry under 150 pounds. You want to be at least two liters a day. Those uh, 150 and up uh, consider close to three liters, 2.5 three liters a day. Um, so you want to make sure you know that's for my sorry my men, um, bigger individuals. Um, you know, 150 plus pounds, you want to drink about at least three liters a day. And so it's important that you're hydrating because when you're dehydrated, your body just does not function adequately. Um, your immune system is also um, decreased in its effectiveness to fight 
invading uh, germs and bugs. So, you know, hydration is critical. Um, so, yeah, so we talked about some of the main things, especially when it comes to boosting your immune system, when it comes to sleep, when it comes to, you know, hydration and overall your nutrition. Um, we're going to do uh, the whole show on nutrition as well. So just stay tuned for that. Um, but there's another thing that's very important as well, and that's reducing stress. Uh, stress is probably one of the biggest killers, period. It's really known to um, just cause all sorts of bad things in your body, including, you know, promoting increased inflammation, um, including, um, you know, weakening your immune system by actually diminishing your body, your body's you know, readiness to fight infection. Um, you know, stress is just a really a horrible thing. It kills, you know, insidiously, meaning it doesn't really, you know, give you too many signs, but it can slowly take you out if you allow stress to get to you. And that's, you know, unfortunately due to, you know, the situation we're currently in, in this pandemic, people's stress levels are a little bit higher than normal. So you want to make sure you're, you know, not allowing the stress to get to you to the point where it can negatively affect you and uh, cause you to be weakened. Um, I tell people who are, you know, maybe they're stressed out from all the, the, the news and all the different, uh, you know, seemingly bad, endless drama that they're seeing on their television or the Internet. Consider taking a break from the TV. Take off the television. You don't need to watch the news 24-7, especially if it's making you anxious or, or nervous or stressed out. Um, you know, maybe consider reading a book or doing something offline, like taking a walk or, you know, staring at the sky even for a bit. You know, just just, just try to, you know, you know, disconnect, if you will, from all the uh, constant streaming of news. Because some, it's been shown that the uh, news and the actual media can have a very, very harmful effect as far as causing stress and overall increasing anxiety, which can, you know, is never a good thing, especially, you know, when it's been shown that increased stress levels can, you know, reduce your immune system. So you want to make sure you're reducing stress if you're around people who are stressful. This is why, you know, the family thing becomes important as well. If you're with someone who's stressing you out to the point of, you know, you know, just really just kind of just reducing your ability to function, you know, it may not be a bad idea to consider, you know, leaving the, the facility, especially if it potentially uh, could lead to a domestic violence situation. Um, you don't want to be somewhere where you can be potentially fearful for your, your own safety or where you're going to be so stressed out where you can't feel you can relax because all those things can potentially cause you to be, you know, increasingly susceptible to the infection. So, yeah, so stress levels are critical that you maintain them or keep them low to help, you know, really boost your, your overall immune system. Now, also, you want to be exercising regularly. Now, it's, I know it's going to be tough because the gyms are closed and you don't know where to go due to the whole quarantine. But, um, you know, I'm an advocate of still, you know, going out for a walk, you know, as long as you're just uh, not, you know, in a, other people's faces, you want to still maintain social distancing, maybe even consider wearing a mask. But overall, you know, going outdoors is still good. You know, because the fresh air is definitely ideal. If you're in a city where it's very cold or going outdoors is an option due to potential safety issues, consider indoor activity. Um, thank God we have YouTube now. <laughs> you can actually get all sorts of pretty interesting shows uh, as well as workout routines, yoga routines, um, different uh, indoor activities, you know, on YouTube. Like my kids, for instance, they are in, um, you know, school and they're doing online school now with the whole, you know, stay at home order. In effect, so and their coach in their PE class actually sends them YouTube videos that he created of him doing the workouts, and they're they're um, supposed to now watch those on their devices and then mimic and do the actual routines. Now, of course, the honor system is in <laughs> is in high effect 
in this situation, but I think it's a good way to, uh, you know, those who are looking for routines, YouTube has has an immense amount of routines that you can go and search for whatever discipline you like, be it, you know, calisthenics or sort of jujitsu, martial arts, or, um, you know, just regular old school aerobics. You know, you got people showing free videos of different training sessions on there. So definitely utilize social media to really get access to a lot of different routines. Instagram as well is also excellent. If you're following a lot of, you know, health influencers, a lot of people are putting their various uh, classes online. A lot of yoga instructors are doing their routines on the Instagram live. So kind of interactive situation. So a lot of interesting ways to um, get your workout on while you're indoors. So please explore those because exercise is extremely important in both reducing inflammation and boosting your immune system. Exercise has definitely um, been shown to help your immune system function more adequately, helps your immune system become more robust, and it's just an overall good thing to help, you know, improve your ability to fight off infection and, uh, you know, reduce your likelihood of getting um, extremely sick. So again, stay active, keep the immune system levels stronger by working out regularly at least three times a week, ideally between 30 to 45 minutes each session. Um, you know, if you can do more, that'd be even better, but just stay active because it's so critically important for your overall health and wellness, especially in a time when your immune system needs to be in tips up shape. All right, guys. So uh, that's it for today's show. I want to thank you guys for joining us for another episode of the health and wellness connection. We're really going to try to, you know, talk about things that are pertinent to this upcoming pandemic, but we don't want the pandemic to take over every show. So we're also interested in, uh, you know, anything you guys want to discuss, please shoot us a, a message. We can really kind of consider that for some of the future shows. And I want to thank all my uh, future listeners and as far as my current listeners as well, all the new support and uh, sponsors. I want to thank you guys. It's been an awesome run and we're going to hopefully keep going as far as we can go. Again, Dr. Barry, your host. Thanks to all the listeners, new sponsors. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Health and Wellness Podcast. For more info, check us out on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash next level weight loss. Our show can also be found on SoundCloud at www.soundcloud.com forward slash HW Connection. Lastly, for any inquiries, email us at drberryhealth at gmail.com. Until next time.